You're listening to the Berks Weekly Podcast. My name is Jason Hug, and today my guest is Mark Goldstein. Mark, um, before we kind of get into the nonprofit and everything, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you and uh, and who you are for the yeah. people who don't know who Mark Goldstein right. is. Well, <laughs> may, some people may not want to know, but uh, in a nutshell, I'm from Berks County. I was born and raised here in the Mount Penn area. Uh, my dad uh, had a store downtown, Reading. So, Red, you know, we were always in Reading as a kid, mm-hmm. as a child. So, um, love the city. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's really who I am. I mean, I've uh, been in the community my whole life. I've uh, worked here, lived here in the surrounding areas. And uh, so Reading's my home. And so um, it, it's really nothing else too exciting about me other than, you know, <laughs> I, I work and I have two young children. Well, not young children anymore. They're in their 20s and on their own. So they're, but uh, no, it's really it about me in, in, in a nutshell. Oh. So. Yeah, sweet and simple, <laughs> you know. So, uh, well, so then tell us uh, how, why Blankets of Hope, how you got started into it. Yeah, so 10 years ago, there was a lot of negative news in the city. Uh, all the newspaper, all the newspaper, you know, the newspaper, the, the, the TV, it was just how poor Reading was and all mm-hmm. that. And at the time, uh, I'm in the promotional products business. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that for 27 years. And I have people who don't uh, explain a little bit of promotional yeah, products. Yes, promotional products. So what I do is I sell the knickknacks, pens, mugs, shirts, okay. apparel. And I've been doing that for 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I had my own business. And one of my customers bought 500 of these blankets that ultimately we started donating. But they bought them for their use to give out to embroider for their employee gifts. Mm-hmm. And with that information and all reading all the negative news in the city, I was wondering if there was a need for these blankets. Okay. And that's kind of how the idea started. And I spoke with the manufacturer and I mentioned, uh, I asked if we started a nonprofit, would they sell to us directly? Hmm. And they were like, yeah, we can do that. Uh, I called to the city of Reading, uh, Salvation Army, because I didn't know what the need was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about How homelessness. Much, what time frame was this? Uh, it was December of 2011. Okay. So, yeah, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the Salvation Army put me in touch with Sharon Parker, who at the time ran the Coalition and Homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I told her about the blanket. I showed her the blanket, and she thought it was a great idea. She said there was probably a, a very much of a need. And she reached out via email to several organizations and five of them got back to her hope rescue mission opportunity house mm-hmm. mary shelter Burks uh, counseling and um, uh, ymca okay and at that point we've identified that there was a need uh, with her help and we just uh, i went to a couple of buddies of mine that i went to high school with mm-hmm. and i said i have this idea what do you think and they're like let's go for it hmm. And so we, we created the nonprofit, uh, Blankets of Hope at the time, and uh, we, uh, I donated $50, my dad donated some money, and that's really how we did it. And then we went on social media, mm-hmm. and that's really how we started and how we grew, all through social media, through okay. Facebook and that. Uh, but in January of 2012, uh, the Reading Eagle did a really nice article on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, with John Hart, uh, I think it was John Hart at the time with the Hope Rescue Mission, and that just it just it, it really helped take us off. I mean, mm. people really it was a nice article. It was half the page on the inside. 
Uh, and then we started getting donations. So we, at the time, um, we would deliver the, we would ship the blankets from the manufacturer right to uh, the coalition. Oh, okay. And uh, the boxes are very big. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we just can't handle anymore. And I said, well, that's not a problem <laughs> because let, you know, put me in touch with the the nonprofit with the mm-hmm. the homeless shelters. And the idea is the blankets were five dollars. So okay. then that's the ship direct. So we don't warehouse anything. Right. And so the idea then was a five, $5 bill equals a blanket. Mm-hmm. And we can ship it right from our distributor directly to Mary Shelter or Hope Rescue Mission, eliminating okay. all the overhead. Right. And we were able to do that. Uh, and then over the years, uh, as we're doing the blankets, um, it became cancer patients and hospice patients and animal rescues and law enforcement. So the blanket, the idea of the blanket. people reaching out. Right, reaching yeah. out. And, and, and as we started to really understand what the needs were for these blankets, mm-hmm. it, it, it created a much bigger picture than we ever thought. Hmm. And, and, and the need that we, you know, we didn't realize that <clears throat> someone who's going through cancer treatment, <clears throat> a lot of times the hospitals are just giving them like a white starch blanket. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you brought a blanket. Yeah, so we, we brought and, and oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> well, you didn't need that anyway, right? No, I didn't need that. So, but this is you know the the fleece blanket. And at the time, we started with navy. Yeah, it's a nice. It, it's it, you can wash it, you can dry it. It's mm-hmm. fifty by sixty size wise, perfect throw blanket. And when we started with uh, our our first cancer center was Chop Hospital. We mm-hmm. were doing a fundraiser with uh, Clingers. Uh, who did a lot for CHOP. And so when we uh, started with CHOP back uh, probably eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. we started with colorful blankets. So we realized that when you know with a lot of the cancer patients, giving them something bright and vibrant, so purple, okay. red. So the Navy blankets that we were doing were originally for uh, the homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. It was just a nice... Uh, uh, Color for you know they a lot of the shelters we talked to said it was a nice neutral color just to to have mm-hmm. uh, so we always use that for the the homeless shelters uh, but for the cancer patients or hospice patients my dad was on hospice uh, so that again we through that process we realized that hospice patients you know when they're going through it it's nice for them to have something that's soft and that they can hold on to and things mm-hmm. like that uh, Exeter Police Force was the first department. Uh, to ask for blankets in the back of their vehicle. They're the oh, first to okay. respond, hmm. you know. I didn't uh, think about that. Yep, yeah. yeah, they're the first to respond to an accident or a domestic situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we, we were able to start. So they currently still have, their, you know, the blankets they call up and oh. they ask for Any other more. departments do yep. that? Or, uh, okay. we have, we've had Y Missing, Shillington, oh. Sinking Springs. So we had several over the years, um, hmm. uh, law, local law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few fire departments that we've helped over the years, mm-hmm. same way. So the blankets have really just expanded, you know, Animal Rescue League, Berks Humane. So even the animals. Mm-hmm. We even have a smaller one for the smaller dogs and cats. <laughs> you know, baby blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've helped Lake Toys for Tots. Uh, we've worked for, you know, a lot of times, uh, Dot at Classic Harley, who did a lot with the Toys for Tots, the babies really don't have... There's no nothing really to give the babies, so mm-hmm. we help them with baby blankets. Hmm. So we, so the whole blanket really idea really grew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing this ten years, so we've donated over seventy one thousand blankets in ten years. 
mainly Berks County. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is we receive donations, mon monetary donations from outside of Berks County. We can ship the blankets to that location. Oh, okay. So a couple months ago, someone sent us $700 from Florida. Um, mm. We they just It was a random donation through our uh, website. Mm -hmm. uh, so I Googled uh, homeless shelters in that part of Florida, called uh, One mm. Up that asked if they had a need. And then when we sent our thank you letter to that person, we were able to let them know that their monetary donation, we were able to send blankets to an organization in there, mm -hmm. and they and they had no idea. You know that just they just randomly sent us a donation, hmm. and we decided instead of using it for Burke County, to yeah, use it for yeah, their, their community. Right, like I said. Now your nonprofit is uh, a little bit different than the typical nonprofit. You spoke to me about this before, but uh, I'm not sure how much the community really knows about this. That uh, it's um, how did you describe it? It's a no, no it, fee or not not right. So it's, so <clears throat> no administration. Well, well, right. So in the beginning, we could say we had no administrative costs. Mm -hmm. Now we do have as a 501c3 and having a board, we're required to have insurance. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. Having said that, well, in general, I mean, just right, tell me but, about but, how that, yeah, you know, so why it, that was it, so important. To so, you. <laughs> well, in general, even our insurance is paid for by the board members. Mm -hmm. So, a hundred percent of every dollar that comes in goes to the cause. Hmm. There's, I have no salary. There's, no, you know, we have myself and eight other, eight other board members. There's no salaries. Mm -hmm. uh, again, the insurance is paid for by the board members. Uh, I think it's it, in the way we created the template was we have no building we have no there's no mm -hmm. office space there's no uh, rent electric things like that we don't warehouse anything so uh, in the business as I mentioned in the pen business or all the the knickknack business when I sell you a pen I sh we you know I, we ship it from the manufacturer right to you so it eliminates right. all the overhead mm -hmm. and I wanted to take that same concept with the blankets because the manufacturer was willing to ship the blankets directly to wherever we asked them to ship it to. Mm -hmm. And in 10 years, we've been able to maintain that 100% of every dollar that comes in goes directly to purchasing blankets, mm -hmm. now beds, and even the cribs. Um, so it, it's very important to me um, because I want to be different. Mm -hmm. uh, I am different, but, <laughs> but based on the, the work that I, the business that I've been in for 27 years, mm -hmm. I've just taken that same concept and took it over to the, how we run the nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's very important because a blanket doesn't cost much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for a little bit of money, someone can actually make an, you know, help that, that money, that dollar can make an impact. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is we can show a donor that their donation is making a difference within 48 to 72 hours. Because I can right. take a $100 donation. Now, the blankets have since gone up in price over the last year. Ah, uh, okay. But, you know, so they're not $5 anymore. They're $6.50. Oh, wow. But it's still a, a great value. $5 for $5 for up until, <laughs> uh, like, a year ago. Okay. And, and, you know, the boxes are very big. So mm -hmm. most of the cost of... That the reason it went up is really just the shipping part of it. Mm. I mean, shipping's expensive, so it still costs us six dollars and fifty cents, which is still 
very good value for a really good quality blanket. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, we can't say $5 equals a blanket anymore, mm -hmm. but uh, the manufacturer was actually kind of upset. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel, you know, I know that's what your your model is. And I'm all, I'm like, it, at the end of the day, it's it's about no, making sure it's blanket. Right. Recently, so it, yeah, yeah. We, we the fact that in, in, in 10 years, it, it took the price to go up is pretty incredible. Yeah, because it was five dollars the whole $5 time. Five dollars the so whole time. So that, that is pretty impressive. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is. And so, uh, but yeah, well, when someone makes a donation, monetary donation, if there's an immediate need, we can turn that around right away. Mm -hmm. So the other thing is making it an immediate impact. And that's also very important. Uh, so 100% of every dollar that comes in goes right to the cause and is able to make an immediate impact. And we're able to show that to someone. And when you can mm -hmm. show that and say, here, this is what happened, and you can show them the process, it just it's just a different way of for us to be able to do it. There's really no reason for us to have those additional costs because mm -hmm. it's a very simple idea with a concept that I've been doing for the last 27 years in the business I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that's worked out really well and we've been able to maintain that. We have um, our, our treasurer's a CPA and we have another accountant who does our taxes. So it's okay. really nice to, again, our, our books are really transparent. I mean, it's it's as simple as can <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah. Um, and actually, we even have three checking accounts because we have a golf tournament, a chili event. So with those events, obviously, there's sponsorships and there's some cost. Mm -hmm. But it's able to keep that separate from the general donations. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's, we, it, it's, it's very – so, yeah. So we have a general account, and then mm -hmm. we have our golf account, and then our chili account. And then that way, everything – is is a, so, I mean it just the books are real easy. Uh, yeah, it sounds it, it, yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, there's no mixing of money, and again, having a mm -hmm. CPA helps, but you know, it's still it, it's versus having one checking account for everything. Right. It, it really, uh, like I said, it's I, I'm very strict in in everything's uh, every, organized and categorized. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that we know where when the money comes in and. And obviously, there are times that we get cash, mm -hmm. and as soon as someone hit, like, I don't know, several months ago, someone's like, they saw me, it's like, here's ten dollars. You know, the first thing I'm doing is texting my, one of my board members or two of my board members. By the way, I just received cash, so that way there better be a deposit mm -hmm. for that amount of cash. When, yeah. So it, it, it's it, it's uh, something that I'm proud of, and we've been able to maintain over ten years mm -hmm. that same concept. I mean, you know, if we need shirts or things, we just pay out of our pocket. Yeah, I'm very lucky. The board understands, uh, and honestly, it's the insurance ends up coming out to forty dollars a year. So if, if a board member can't afford forty dollars a year, uh, probably shouldn't be on the, <laughs> on the on the board. Well, so you said you do events. Just briefly, yeah. which events you do? Tell us a little bit about that. Our, our so we do two major fundraisers a year. We do our chili event with Chef Tim and Redner's. Mm -hmm. uh, that just ended. We do that right before the Super Bowl. Uh, this year, I think it was our seventh year, we make three tons of chili, and that is tons. Um, and that's all, upped over the years, right? That's, that's yeah, I mean, last year, yeah, the last couple of years, it's been like two to three tons. I it was two last time. Yeah, yeah two and a half. I mean, it, it's it's pretty much the same amount. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of chili. Oh, either way. It's a, a lot, lot of chili. And, when you see that much. And, yeah. we, and, and last year with the pandemic, 
Uh, we were able, to, we, we couldn't be inside like the Redner's locations. We were outside, and we still netted about thirty thousand dollars from that event. Oh, wow! This year things opened up a little bit more, um, and we were able to. Uh, our final totals we we reached thirty four thousand that mm. we, we that we netted from mm. the Chile event, which is really good for an organization for what we do and and how we do it so that's our biggest fundraiser and that's sold throughout basically the region I, yeah. in berkshire yeah it's there's like every corner of berkshire yeah. county has i mean we have like 17 locations from hamburg to douglasville mm-hmm. to sinking spring to exeter to the city i mean you name it and that's all basically either the weekend or one day one day yeah okay. it's yeah. It, it, it's basically the saturday before the the super bowl uh, and then there are some locations that will sell it, like uh, bench warmers will have chili for the week mm-hmm. or things like that, places like that. But at our our uh, day of the event, we're at you know Classic Harley, we're at the different Redners, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like selling Girl Scout cookies. We're selling chili, <laughs> and we book it right during the cookie season. So we kind of kick the the, the Girl Scouts out for one day, <laughs> you know, get your chili and. Across the different sides. Right, yeah. <laughs> One year, we actually were both there at the same time. Chili and it worked out pretty good. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah. Get your chili, get your cookies, you know. Um, and then in the summer, we run a golf uh, experience. Uh, our golf event is a little different uh, as far as it, it still makes money, mm-hmm. but it's we have a lot of local vendors come to the golf course a lot of food vendors and so we really we, we call it an experience it's not a mm-hmm. golf uh really golf tournament it's a long day but uh we sell out before we can even mm. advertise it, it it's yeah. uh it, so that's our other fun major fundraiser mm-hmm. and we'll we'll raise anywhere from 14 18,000 from from that but we we give a lot we we give the golfers the experience because at the end of the day I want those sponsors to give to us later. Mm-hmm. So we give them a good experience. You're not trying to make all your money in the golf tournament. And, but you, you give them a good experience, something that's fun. Uh, you, we, again, we have a lot of local businesses come out who are on the golf course all day serving up food and drink. Mm-hmm. And, again, it just it allows the, the, the sponsors to see uh, some of the other businesses that we're working with. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're giving their time on a Friday. Restaurants are still coming out on a Friday to be at our golf tournament. Uh, so it, it says a lot for them to give up their time, and we do compensate them mm-hmm. for that time, especially during the pandemic when you know things were you know you just couldn't donate. Yeah, yeah a lot of the restaurants couldn't just say, "Yeah, we're going to donate six hours of time and all the food and and drink." So. We made it a point during the pandemic to reach in, and before any problems, just to give them mm-hmm. some financial uh, uh, compensation. So besides events, you've expanded into other items as well. Yeah, other than blankets. So, yeah. So uh, the, I think the beds were the, the next thing. Right? Yeah. So two years ago, about actually, I guess about three years ago, uh, my one of our uh, board members, Bill Foreman. Uh, he must have come across a family that was uh, the kids were sleeping on the floor, and he did some homework on it. And he's like, "We really got to do something about beds uh, because there's too many children sleeping on the floor." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, that's a great idea, but 
where are we warehousing? Who's delivering? <laughs> you know, we don't have, I mean, we all, all nine of us on our board, we all work. Mm-hmm. And, and so how do we, we don't have a warehouse. So it took me about a year. And I was talking to Chris Vissera over at Vissera's Furniture. And I've known Chris a long time. And I was like, hey, if I were to buy twin beds from you, what's the best price you can give us on a box spring and a mattress? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and logistically, can you deliver or how many do we have to buy and so forth? So a couple of weeks, he calls me back and he said, well, we have a manufacturer in New Jersey who's been trying to sell us their beds. Hmm. And um, he's willing to you know, sell us the beds, and um, so we. So Fisher was like, "Your price at the time, I think, was one hundred thirty-five dollars, one hundred thirty-five, dollars for the the mattress and the and the box spring. Uh, really good quality." Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, "And I said, well, okay, that's great. If we buy them, will you warehouse them?" So yeah, we can warehouse. We have big enough space. And I said, okay. So after the warehouse, can you deliver them? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we should be. I mean, because they don't take up a lot of room mm-hmm. in in the truck. So um, I'm like, okay. So now we have that part. Now I need to really identify what the need is. Mm-hmm. And I was introduced to the Lifehouse, which is over on Eighth Eighth right between Walnut and Washington. And the Lifehouse works a lot with Children, Youth, and Service. Okay. And I was talking to Robin over there, and she mentioned that beds are a huge need because even getting a gently used bed is almost impossible, let alone a new bed. And when Say it, why. It just, there's not... Oh, just... There's, there's, there's none... I mean, yeah. it's just, they're very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's a good question. Why? I mean, I mean, but people don't really get when they get rid of beds, they don't really know where to donate. Oh uh, yeah. You know, it, it, a bed too, especially if it's used, mm-hmm. even if it's gently used. So, uh, she said, for a child to go back into a home, they have to have. They're required to have a bed. Mm. And I think even in the foster care system, for a child to go into a home, they have to have a bed. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we, that's, that's definitely a need, and they've, they've helped us identify that. And then we talk with even, uh, I talked with Mindy over at Safe Berks. So when a family is coming into their shelter, they've left everything behind. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting ready to go back on to, you know, into, move into their own apartment, a house as a transition. Safe Perks has to furnish and help them get, you know, the microwaves and mm-hmm. the refrigerator and all that stuff for an apartment or a house, beds included. So we've identified that, okay, there's a need for these beds. They can use them. And that's one less thing they have to worry about. Mm-hmm. All the Boys and Girls Club. Chris Winters and I talked about when I introduced, when we started this program, that they can identify the children that are coming there that or couch surfing or sleeping on the floor. Mm. Um, Renning School District, Leanne Ecken Road. She's the home, homeless liaison or social worker up there. They can identify the children through their social workers or school nurses mm-hmm. that are either couch surfing or sleeping on the floor. So once we knew and found that there was a major need for those transitioning, 
then um, the bed program really made sense. Mm -hmm. And with Fisera's warehousing and delivering the beds free of charge, it was just, that's unbelievable. I mm -hmm. mean, it, yeah, so what happens is Safe Burks, they just emailed me the other day. They email me the name, address, and phone number of the recipient of the bed. I pass that on to Faceras, and Faceras calls that person as if they bought the bed from them. Oh, okay. Sets up a delivery free of charge, no different than if you and I went in and bought furniture from them. Mm -hmm. And it makes that transition as if that person, you know, it just gives them a good feeling that, okay, and yeah, they're so setting they're, up the delivery. They're, they're handling all the logistics. Exactly. And, yeah. So, um, and in two years that we've started this program, we've donated 500 beds. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 and well, it's the next thing I was going to ask you because, you know, discussing, you know, uh, different youth and uh, all these different needs. I mean, how many, yeah, that, so that's, that's quite a bit. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot. And, and a lot what, more than I would have thought. Right. Yeah. And, 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 but the other thing that we're, we're realizing in this process is you have concerns. So again, foster care, uh, you have any of the school districts. It's not mm -hmm. just a city issue. You know, there, there are children in Governor Mifflin, Wilson, Exeter, who are couch surfing. Mm -hmm. So it, it, getting these administrators and the, and the people, when you tell them, hey, we have beds for you, mm -hmm. you just need to let us know when you identify and put the egos aside and saying there's no... If you've identified there's a child couch surfing, and you're going to get a free bed, then reach out to us and let us know. And then we will set that up. And they've been very receptive to that. Yeah, they're still. Okay. It's like pulling. Yeah, well, it is. It, it, yeah. It's like, okay, there's a service out there, but I think some of the non city schools tend to, I mean, it's kind of an old way of thinking. And I know I talked to an old superintendent from Exeter from years ago recently, because um, we helped a, a child in Exeter through the mm -hmm. Education Foundation oh. who identified a child uh, needing a bed. Um, and he's like, yeah, getting the administration, because you think it's a poverty issue. There's no poverty in Government Flynn or Wilson. or like, Well, mm -hmm. there's poverty everywhere. Right. In right. Kutztown. It, it, it just is. And when there are resources out there, whether it's beds or something else, mm -hmm. you should be taking advantage of that to help your students. Mm -hmm. And so I worked with oh. Red Meg and... She'll, at Emanuel UCC, and her and I have had some frustration with that in trying to, you know, say, hey. They're, they're, that is they're, interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, 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 I, and it's, it, it is interesting, and I get it, but it's an old way of thinking mm -hmm. that today, especially now after the pandemic, but it's, that way of thinking shouldn't be. And, again, everything is all in private anyway, so if you know it, nothing's being just – if there's a child you've identified, mm -hmm. let's just help the child. Right. It, 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 the status doesn't matter mm -hmm. of the of the of what people think. You know the different school districts, but mm -hmm. I know. I mean, it's so it is. Yeah. So the fact that sometimes I, have, that I have, have to a that to... we have to beg oh, wow. to give away a free bed to when we do have beds available, mm -hmm. and there's. If it's been identified that a child is sleeping on the floor or couch surfing, 
why aren't we? Yeah, right. So and we're much, working. Yeah, I guess that's kind of tough for on your end because there's not much you can do if you no. don't have any, any real contact or anything. Right. Well, yeah. So uh, it's it's, speaking, it's, so yeah, it's yeah. educating and trying to get in front. And I think because it is new and the idea, I mean, still, but 500 beds in two years is, isn't yeah. new anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's a little, it's interesting and it's a little frustrating at some point, but uh, just like with the blankets, we've been doing this for 10 years. It's a gradual growth. Mm-hmm. It, it's just keep oh, letting it yeah. out there. You know, being on a, on, on a show like this to, to share, hopefully that someone then sees mm-hmm. and... You know, so it, it's you them them out there them out there. <laughs> you know, so uh, and the other you know beds is the other organization that we've helped tremendously with beds is veterans. Okay. So we did. There's a up in Stauchberg. There's a veterans organization. They kind of keep quiet. And I was introduced to them by Alice Moyer of Little Acts of Love. And we had already donated two brand new beds before the pandemic to them. There's about. It houses about 15 to 19 veterans full-time uh, under long-term care. And so after the, uh, just I think it was in October or November, we finally were able to say, hey, listen, we want to give the rest of the veterans beds. So we took 17 more beds to those vets that are staying there. Mm-hmm. And as they're lining up outside, the, the the beds, as we're lining them up, and they're taking out the old beds, one of the the vets came down, a Vietnam vet, and he's chatting with us. And he was explaining about his old bed, how, you know, he just kept rolling out it because it was so bad, the mattress. Mm. And it just, it's a whole, probably no whole another podcast, but a veteran, a, a veteran should not be worrying about the mattress, especially, mm-hmm. you know. So the fact is, we were, it was a night, it was nice to have friends who are vets. My dad was a uh World War II vet to be able to make sure that now they have a brand new bed that's theirs and they're like you know and hopefully you get a better night's rest uh i know when we did the two beds prior um the story that they shared with us is they couldn't find the gentleman they're like wondering where he is and they finally go to his room and he's still laying in his bed they're like where have you been he's like I haven't slept this grade so long. I'm not leaving this bed. <laughs> so it, it, it's so it, it's we've identified. Um, uh, I work with another veteran organization, um, and uh, there was a home and there was a veteran in Birdsboro where the house was being condemned, and so they put him into a hotel. The mm-hmm. community got together. We fixed up the home. And then they, you know, they asked if we could have a, a bed. Of course, I mean, mm-hmm. work with veterans making a difference. Uh, with Liz and Doug, if they identify any, you know, mm-hmm. veterans mm-hmm. who need a bed. So it's, um, uh, but the the biggest thing about the beds, though, there has to be we we um, there has to be transition. They have to be transitioning into a new, a, a, for them, a new place of living. So that and mm-hmm. it's theirs. Uh, Mary Shelter recently opened up a new bottom part yes. for teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did 20 rooms. We were able to get them 20 beds. Okay. And the idea for that program is those teens are supposed to be there up to 18 months, I think. Mm-hmm. When that teen leaves, they take the bed with them. Oh, okay. Because they're going to need it anyways. Right, right. And then we'll just put a new bed in. Because, again, they shouldn't be a used bed. It 
they should they're going to go to mm-hmm. hopefully you know a, a home or apartment and they're going to need a bed they're anyways need one anyway yeah so it's theirs let them take it and then we'll just replace it so uh, you know that's something that we've right. done with Mary shelter so the, we've identified that there is a need for brand new beds mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine's a school nurse in Muhlenberg. There's a family that had to move out of the area due to domestic situation. Mm-hmm. Um, families left everything behind. Uh, now, Faceras doesn't deliver up to like uh, the Lancaster, uh, Allentown region, but we were able to make sure that the five beds were delivered to. There were people that were going to help mm-hmm. move them, and so we were able to get in that situation this family for five beds, mm. um, and with the beds. We supply twin sheets, mattress cover, pillow. Yes, yeah, so it's not two just the sizes of the blankets. Uh, so it, it's everything, but you know, no frames, but it's everything. Um, and we work with Boscovs and Bed 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 Bath Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Tongue twister, and they've helped us. Uh, you know, we, when we purchase, you know, to, mm-hmm. um, and to make sure that we have the inventory to uh, so when. Every bed is delivered by Faceras, and I can take the bedding and give it to the, the mm-hmm. social worker who can give it to the family. So, yeah, 500 beds. Uh, the manufacturer, when we buy the beds, get, it gives us one free for every five we buy. And Faceras oh. passes that along. Beds have obviously gone up as well. So our total cost for a bed complete right now is running us about 165 to 180 which is still mm-hmm. a phenomenal phenomenal price a little it was still like 160 170 so with the bedding oh, okay. so it's 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 still 180 but yeah. it went up a little bit but when you add that free bed in there mm-hmm. that that, and that still helps the free bed too they're still okay. giving the the one free bed for every five yeah wow. yeah, yeah 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 and well the manufacturer he the the owner of it is one of eight children so he kind of gets what we were doing you know mm-hmm. so and they're made in made in jersey oh, okay yeah so made in jersey he actually for a twin bed there's not much to upgrade quality wise but he mm-hmm. has he's he's made sure that the quality of the beds are really nice uh he was telling you know so chris is like yeah he, he really upgraded the beds for us and so um, that's been our bed program for two years, wow. and, and it's and there's still a, <laughs> a lot uh, more than uh, yeah. yeah. And there's a major, and there's still we we know that there's a lot more uh, folks out there, whether they're veterans or a child or mm-hmm. you know uh, young adult who uh, there need there's a need out there. Um, and, and just before we went on here, you also mentioned cribs as so, well. Yeah, that's so so that that's a new thing. So I'm gonna back up a little bit about when we started Blankets of Hope and set up the corporation originally it was set up just to do blankets Mm -hmm. and about six months in um, I talked with Mike Daltrick who's one of my board members and best friends and I'm like we really should change our articles in corporation just in case to make it more lax Mm -hmm. like I said we should make it more broad that we can donate anything based or depending on the circumstances, not mm-hmm. knowing what our future will be. And he's like, okay, so we dished out another $175 to redo <laughs> our articles in corporation. Uh-huh. And what that allowed was, during, even during the pandemic, we were able to get 
masks. Oh, right. I forgot about that. And, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were able to... Because <laughs> like that was really early on. That too, was, well, so. was right at the start. So yeah. I can say, actually, this what is it, March 30th? Yes. So actually, March 30th, two years ago, which was, I think, a Friday, mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to my board via text. I said, listen, we have an extra $5,000 in our account. I can get masks through my work mm-hmm. at a great price. Reading Hospital, St. Joe's, and uh, Berks Community Health Center could use masks. I think we should do it. We shouldn't ask for any donations because... Yeah, and back then, it, masks weren't readily available. Oh, it wasn't. You, <laughs> so. Well, right, you could. Yeah, we were yeah. really one of the few that could get it, and that's why we, we did this. And mm-hmm. in 10 minutes, all the board members got back, and we said, approved. And during that time, it was on a Friday, and I was going to do a post on, on Facebook to share. wasn't going to ask for money. But Tompkinsville Bank caught wind, said they'll give us a donation. And later that evening, like 9, 10 o'clock, I get a call from uh, Riverfront Credit Union. It's like, hey, we just saw your Facebook post. Mm-hmm. We'll give you some money. So we started out ready to donate 13,000 masks. And by the end of the night, that Friday night, when I was ready to email my uh, purchase <laughs> order to, to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to China for where we were getting them, we were at 25,000 masks. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and then we were able to get a grant from the United Way. So overall, during the pandemic, we were able to donate 85,000 disposable masks. Wow. And, and then, so changing our, our articles in corporation allowed us, as a nonprofit, to do things mm-hmm. as long as the donors are aware. We donate socks. We've donated, we've probably over the last 10 years have donated like 4,000 pairs of socks. Okay. I get them for like a dollar fifty a pair to two dollars a pair mm-hmm. for a really nice quality what, what sock. What type of sock? Sweat sock. Oh, okay. Yep. But I have a really good source in New York, and so there are times that if I see a sock drive, I'll be like, "Oh, we'll send you three hundred more socks or something." Or mm-hmm. we've done mm-hmm. socks for veterans, or so we do. Mm-hmm. We have been able to do a lot of things, and so that made sense for the bed program, and then Adeline Rose Foundation. Uh, wonderful people reached out to us one of their board members is a social worker for a running school district Mm -hmm. so they knew about the beds they knew about the blankets and they were telling us about the sleep their sleep initiative with safety and cribs and i'm still learning about this Mm -hmm. whole project but i i said well that seems to be uh worthy and and i thought we had a meeting with them with one of our board members and they were going to initiate it um, last December. And so we said, you know what, we'll donate enough for 12 cribs. Hmm. We'll donate six back to them and then six for us that we'll figure out where the, once we know what their need is. And uh, we announced that in January. We got them in recently. They brought in, I think, like 30. They had an organization that they were helping with that. And we gave six to Mary Shelter initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other six that we had given to them, they gave back to us to, because we were gonna. We had other identified a, another group for that we're holding on to them for right now. And um, with the with the crib back, with the crib program, there's a uh, sleep sack that comes with it. It's oh, through. Okay. It's a halo crib. Uh, they can start. You know, it zips up so they can start when they're. Like just born, and then mm-hmm. eventually, oh, it has grow, the has platform, the platform. Yeah. and I, I think 
total with shipping, they're like $85, which is an unbelievable price. But oh, wow. it, it with shipping and with shipping, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and thankfully, Fisera's allowed us to ship it to them because leading a, it's a thousand pound pallet, so right. You know, yeah. Go to go to their house, they're like, yeah. So so Fisera, you have no places for storage, uh, right? Not the whole, <laughs> right. So Fisera's was nice to 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 at least give allowed the delivery to go there, and then we went there a couple Saturdays ago. Mm-hmm. They put the they took what they were getting, we took what ours. Um, but we are finding that so what we've discussed our board has discussed that we're going to continue the program for them they're not designed for their nonprofit um you can look them up because i don't want to say i don't want to explain what they do the wrong way but allen rose foundation so it's a-d-a-l-y-n rose foundation they do amazing things for for parents who have lost a child or who um and so the crib program, even though it helps prevent uh, things from happening, you know, in doing this, in the sleep initiative, it's not really their mission, mm-hmm. but it fits with ours. Right. And so we told them with their, you know, I said, listen, we'll definitely keep running with it. It works with us and, you know, with your permission and hmm. we will, we'll do it. Um, and they'll still support us. So with the Cribet, they give a book in Spanish or English and a pamphlet. Oh, okay. And so educational-wise. And so we're, we're kicking, you know, we're going to keep moving with that. And But we've identified uh, with, you know, just Mary Shelters, and there's another organization that reached out that there's a need mm-hmm. for, for the Cribs. Um, to someone that, uh, to you know, whether it's a pregnant teen or, or a young family who, um, whatever the circumstances, it, it's if it's going to make sure that that child grows up, you know, mm-hmm. nothing tragic happens, then it works with us. And you know, again, for Sarah's is willing to let us bring him in, and then I can, <laughs> and then with the cribs, I, I, I've taken, I, you know, I've been, I had to thank Emmanuel UCC Church, because down their one hallway are my pillows, are the, you know, some of the cribs, so they, and I live in Shillington, so it's convenient, so mm-hmm. some of that stuff is there that we need to, you know, the, the sheets and things um, that we have to kind of warehouse, mm-hmm. but it, we have a lot of amazing community partners. Um, it's not always about dollars and cents. It's about being creative to say, hey, you know, we need a little space. Um, but, yeah, so now we're, we're going to do so Blankets of Hope has. Yeah, uh, well, I was going to say that the trend seems to be that you're really identifying and over the years have identified a lot of the different needs in different areas in the community and kind of responding to that by seeing what you can source and, and how you can kind of uh, match, uh, connect, you know, manufacturers to those people who are in need. Correct. Um, what, uh, so what does the future look like? What uh, what other things are, <laughs> are down the road? Because uh, obviously there's quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, and well, and anything we do, and this is actually the most, one of the most important things, and to be able to say that we've done this for 10 years. Yeah. The template, I didn't realize it was quite 10 years. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It's, it's over yeah. 10 years. So the idea of creating a template and making sure that template stays consistent with your mission. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we've been able to do that for 10 years mm-hmm. <laughs> just 
and, and then be able to utilize our the knowledge we have in certain resources that we're able to get with it, it, it is so I, I can say that that does when I look at that I go yeah okay that's pretty good that's, yeah. I mean that <laughs> I will say I mean to be able to do that and we can only function um, yeah we have terms with our blanket manufacturer and, and, and even Halo said that they would give us you know 30 day terms but I don't need terms because we can't purchase anything unless we have money mm-hmm. so if we're given if we have no money then we just can't do anything and that's mm-hmm. it is what it is but so we don't we can't extend ourselves you know, so that template is very important mm-hmm. to maintain and our growth is very important that we're able to grow but still within how we create so to do it slowly and gradually grow mm-hmm. i'd rather be doing this for you know, i'd rather not be doing it at all but if we have the ability and there is an issue there are is a need our sustainability mm-hmm. to keep helping is there now would i like to help those in lancaster and allentown if we could and at some point i thought we could expand and we have now blankets we can ship anywhere mm-hmm. i work with an organization in in connecticut where they're kind of like a rotary club oh, okay. i forget the name of it but um They'll send us monetary donations. We send the blankets up there, and they have they're they're working their the blankets in with their mm-hmm. socks and whatever they do up there. They are they want to do the beds next, but they have to be able to take like twenty beds at a time. Mm-hmm. But the the bed manufacturers willing to to ship them the beds, but they need to have the the space in the room. So we're slowly can expand outside of Berks County. But mm-hmm. at the same time... That's not really the focus. Though. It's not the yeah. focus. The focus is that... And there is such a need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're still yeah, working yeah, on the right. need the, here. The fact <laughs> is that 500 beds mm-hmm. is not... I mean, the fact is we could be donating more than 500 beds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. So it's, wow. it's keeping identifying and, and, and working with... Businesses like Facera's, working mm-hmm. with, you know, Emmanuel UCC, uh, and, and then working with the other nonprofits like, you know, all of it's in Safe Burks. There are times where they'll get us a monetary donation when it's sent to them for specifically beds. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're able to get help without the public, but, you know, if someone knows about the program and they're sending them money f- specifically for beds, mm-hmm. then they're just... Here, here's here's the money we need more beds, and so they understand. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about collaborating, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, a lot of a lot of connections, a lot of connections, you know, yeah. just, and working together and finding out who what resources we all have. There's a, so many great nonprofits mm-hmm. here in Burst County. Oh yeah, who do so many wonderful things, and when we can, it's one of the things that I love about uh, Chris Winters over at Olivet's is. Is that when we can work together, we're all jockeying for money. I get it. Every, every mm-hmm. nonprofit is is obviously uh, needs money to be able to operate. But but we have all the different. We, each of you have a different resource that is helping the same people. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we working together? Right. On a lot of projects, and I think you know that's trying to break that barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in and and I've seen it. I've seen a lot of positives. 
I've learned a lot in 10 years because I knew nothing <laughs> about, no, 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 anything about homelessness and nothing about running a nonprofit. I mean, mm. I knew nothing. Uh, and I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, and we're still doing things. So it's this is uh, really amazing. I, you know, yeah. I mean, I knew, I knew uh, some, if not most of this, but I, there's a lot in here that um, I, you know, didn't really. And and the fact that you've been doing this for ten years, that's very impressive. You know, um, but uh, so for people who want to reach out to you, they want to either collaborate, mm-hmm. donate, yeah. or I don't know, do something else. Yeah, how, how do they reach? How do they so you? so the so the best way to reach out to me is uh, our phone number by text or, or call me. I'm up almost twenty four hours a day, <laughs> um, but and that's six one zero two two three eight zero eight five. However, uh, a great way to reach out is on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. Blankets of Hope hyphen Burks, or go to my personal page. I do a lot there. And then our website, which is actually updated now, thanks to Gammy, uh, it's blanketsofhopepa.org. Mm. And that has a lot of the information on. Uh, it doesn't have the cribs on there, but it does have the beds on there mm-hmm. now. It has some other information. You can donate from there. Um, but uh, there, there's three or four different ways to get a hold of me. And like mm-hmm. I said, uh, if... Um, we don't so when it comes to the beds we don't deal directly with the public that is mm-hmm. something important occasionally someone will say oh i hear you giving you know you give a bed well we need to work with the social workers with the organizations right. with any of our programs really. uh, and you're talking about for receiving for receiving yeah, right. correct for uh, receiving but then if someone basically said i wanted i want to donate money to that provide and they, and, and, and they can and they can make a donation specific and they okay. and we've had that before uh, when we kicked off the bed program um, two years ago, <clears throat> we, spe- you know, mm-hmm. there were some individuals who's like, "Hey, I specifically want my donation to go toward beds," mm-hmm. and we can do that. So, and then when we sent out our thank you letters, you know, we let them know what the, yeah, what the thank you letter you know went to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, <clears throat> it, it's nice to be able to tell someone that, okay. Thank you for your donation, and this is what it went to. Right. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. 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 Wow. So it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's you know, and, and to be able to do that, so that that uh, that concept uh, has, uh, uh, I think, been it's been very important, and I'm proud mm-hmm. of my board <clears throat> for seeing that and, and and understanding the 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 mission. Uh, but they are not afraid to tell me sometimes that, no, you shouldn't be doing something or this or that. So, I, I mean, I like my board. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not afraid to, you know, again, that's why you have them. That's why you have a board. But, you know, at the end of the day, but they do understand <clears throat> the basis of, of what the mission is and, mm-hmm. and how we're set up and what we're trying to do. And that we can grow with other things as long as it fits that initial template that we created. Right. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show today. Well, thank this you. is this is really amazing learning thank about blankets of hope and uh, and the the more than ten years of uh, progress with this and and helping out so many people in the community. Wow, yeah. there's, there's a lot to unpack. Unpack. I like that term. It is so. Yeah, it's uh, 
but yeah, thank you, and and thanks for uh, having me on. It was great to see. I've I've seen yeah, you. I've seen you grow too. Oh, you, well, that's been, true. I think um, we, we, year six. Yeah, total, I, yeah. So I mean, I remember one of our first interviews was over at Why I'm Missing. Oh, that's at true. What, yeah. In front of the, I don't know what building's there, but I just remember it being in the parking lot with you and. You oh, I think it, it's the uh, it's the urgent care. The yeah, health yeah. Urgent care now, but at the time, it used to be like the, the yeah, Halloween shop yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. So. Yeah, doing you know remote like hey let's go somewhere to because yeah you didn't really have offices then yeah no um, yeah well, I think we've changed a lot too here uh-huh. so it's, it's yeah a whole different yeah a whole different ball game now with everything I'm doing but um, but anyway to wrap this up though like I said thank you so much for coming in though this is really great to hear about everything that you're you're doing and the continued work that you're yeah. going to be uh, I, I expect another 10, 11 years from now right you're going to keep doing oh this, absolutely right? so as long as I'm breathing. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>